6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. But I want to start, uh, I want you to think about how about drinking in the workplace. And I say that because I think things have really, really changed over the past, and well, they have really changed over the past number of decades, specifically probably over the past two, the past 15 years. So is it something that still happens where you work? What was it like? What can you tell me about how things are or were in your workplaces? Let me know at 780-496-0063 in Calgary, 403-974-8255. We can also talk about uh, on the Free For All Friday, if you want to talk about Brian Jean getting back into politics. And a really interesting poll done recently about what you might want to relive again that first what would you like to relieve again now remember it's an adult show it's a it's a family friendly show right <laughs> so one of the reasons of course we wanted to talk about drinking in the workplace and and you've been hearing about this uh throughout the afternoon on uh, on 6 30 ched throughout the day on ched uh throughout the day on uh 770 chqr is this and you know what again we're going to open the phone lines here coming up not right now just give me a few minutes but we will get to your calls hold on because you know in alberta um mla devin dreeshen resigned today as minister of agriculture and forestry citing personal conduct with regards to alcohol in a statement dreeshen said he offered his resignation as minister to premier jason kenny this morning and the premier accepted at an unrelated news conference a short time later the premier was asked how much the lawsuit that dreeshen was named in and filed against the office of the Premier played a part. This is what he had to say. I don't really think it's a, uh, about that per se, uh, but I, th- I think his statement speaks for itself. And I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll refer you to his statement. Um, and he uh, says there that he wants to focus on, on his personal wellness and, and obviously uh, will continue uh, in his job as a member of the legislature. So that, that lawsuit, that statement of claim that was filed October 1st, Ariel Kimmel, the former chief of staff to the Minister of Jobs, Economy and Innovation, alleges sexual harassment, fabricated rumors of her leaking stories and heavy drinking by ministers and senior staffers inside the legislature. Now, none of the allegations have been proven in court and a statement of defense has not yet been filed. So drinking at work, I think, used to be a societal norm, right? It's something that happened quite often. And certainly boozy lunches or maybe going to the game and having some drinks, you know, I I suspect that they still happen. I know that they still happen. I mean, You know, we see it all the time, still, in movies and on television shows. But things are changing. And I want to talk about that culture shift specifically with Dr. Melanie Peacock, who's an associate professor of human resources at Mount Royal University. Dr. Peacock, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Jaylen. Nice to talk with you. Okay, so the liquid lunches, the beers on the golf course, you know, maybe pouring a drink in your office. How much of that has changed over the years? You have astutely noticed in your noted in your opening comments that certainly we have seen a shift in societal norms and what is considered acceptable behavior in organizations. And Jaylen, it'll often differ based on the industry itself. And again, what if it's a privately held company, what the owners view as acceptable. 
And, you know, it's bigger than actually just having a drink at lunch or mm. being able to pour yourself a drink in the office. Because as we've seen in the case that you were speaking about and in numerous other cases that I have noted, often a drink or many drinks will lead to other issues, such as compromised safety, such as allegations of harassment, such as bullying. So it's not, it's not a one-issue topic. And again, it is a very much a shift. And I'll look, even look at the ideas about drinking and driving and our understanding, thank goodness, about how that has changed and what we will and will not put up with. And talk, so, yeah. you know, even those days, right? You go for a drink. On, yeah. We're on radio and your lovely listeners can't see how young I look. <laughs> but, you know, yes, I'm old enough to remember those days. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get on the train and yeah. you know, a little wobbly on the way home. But none of that anymore, right? It's just not acceptable. It seems to me, Dr. Peacock, that it w- wouldn't be allowed in any workplace given the fallout that could happen. There are so many bad ramifications from allowing it or letting it to happen. I mean, if you're looking at the potential for um, accidents, for workplace accidents, for someone getting in trouble on the way home if they decide to drive because of, um, you know, verbal confrontations, physical confrontations, it seems to me to be a no-brainer. But obviously it's not. <laughs> right, you know, that how common is common sense. But then you look at there's also industry norms, right? And there's things like where if you're taking someone out and you're trying to sell them a product or a service, it's typical to offer them a beverage of their choice, alcoholic or non-otherwise, at lunch. And so maybe those standards still prevail. Mm. And so it's, I wish I could just say it's always going to be this. What I will say is if you're ever in doubt, you're running a company, you're a manager, you're an employer, and you're not sure, and as I call it, your spidey sense is tingling, (laughs) err on the side of caution. You are absolutely right. That's where a no-tolerance, no-use policy is best. But really, look, I live in the real world too, and that's not always feasible, and we know that. So now that said, Jaylin, what I really encourage employers to think about, and as an employee, want people to ask these questions, Make sure the standards and the expectations are very, very clear. Even if it's to a point where, really, do I have to tell people that? You can have one drink as long as you don't drive, and Mm -hmm. you can have one drink up to $16 plus GST. Yeah, you do. Think about some of the gift-giving policies we have. Yes. You could only accept a gift worth X. And under these circumstances, about well, maybe alcohol consumption policy should be that detailed and that situation specific. And you know, and, and you know, you talk about a policy. It's, it's it, it, you know, having a policy and having it written out and making sure that your your employees know it will go a long way to covering everybody's butt. I mean, in the long run. Now, I wonder, and we don't have much time left. But you talked about you know going out for lunch, and if it's you know maybe a sales client and offering your 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 client a drink. I wonder, you know. We've seen even around Christmas parties how they've changed in the workplace. But I'm also like, if you're hosting, for example, I don't know, the um, the, the Edmonton Elks suite with a bunch of clients, I mean, as the employee, you need to be aware that you're representing the company at all times. Absolutely, Jalen. And in fact, I just finished doing an article on the talk about even for virtual holiday parties. I gave people the reminder to let people know, you know, we don't want to be the no fun police. We can have some fun. But when you're at a company event, whether it be online or in person, you're still at work. It's still a professional 
event Mm -hmm. and to remember that and to conduct ourselves appropriately. And Dr. Peacock, thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thanks. All right. Okay. So I wanted to have this conversation and I wanted to get into it with you and it's going to be part of the Free For All Friday. All right. Your chance to call in 780-496-0063-403-974-8255. You don't have to tell me where you work. You don't have to tell me the name of a company, anything like that. But I'm specifically... You know, and I, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty about this loss. I don't want I don't want to get into that. I want to talk about your place and what you've seen over the years, how you feel about it. I mean, you know, I, I've got one text coming in saying, oh, come on, it's personal responsibility. Everyone's just, you know, they're trying to rain on your parade. And someone else saying, what if there was an accident on the way home? 